Welcome to the Nerd Cave News. I am one of your hosts, Zach Dykes, joined along with the man that's formed together in the dark of night. Made alive by Bolton Line, a doctor's mind, a feline's heart, torso of a German, and robotic limb parts. It's Dr. Frankenstein Gizmo the Lionheart. Wow, that's a that's a mouthful for sure. Definitely a a an A grade on that exposition for sure. So Frankenstein the Gizmo, wow, the Gi- Frankenstein Gizmo the Lionheart. Okay, yeah. I, I like that little extra the title. You know the title with it. So you know I like that. I like that a lot. Definitely an A. Thank you, thank you, Doctor Frankenstein Gizmo the Lionheart. You know mm. what I like, Doctor? What do you like? I like our patrons because they went over to patreon.com slash nerdcave, became part of the ship, part of the exclusive crew. Our first mate, Brandon Hicks, the helmsman conductor, Gunners, Richard Newell, Daniel Sanford, Rushing Waters Yoga, Marilyn James, Brittany, the Granny B, Harrison, and our deckhand, Martin Sager. This is the Nerd Cave, where each and every week we run you through all the video game news that you need to know. You can watch us live over on twitch.tv slash nerdcave, or you can watch the show later over on youtube.com slash nerdcave network. Make sure to hit the follow and subscribe button so you don't miss out on anything and like it so more people will see the video. You can also check out our podcast version of the show available on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and Anchor. Go subscribe and listen to it each and every week while you're there. Leave a five-star review. You know what to do. You mm-hmm. know what to do. You know what it is. <laughs> Amy says, I took some creative liberties. <laughs> I see. Uh, with that name. Yeah, she did. She did an awesome job. She did. She did an awesome job. So, Derek, are you mm-hmm. ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Me? Are you I don't ready? Know. Ready for what, good sir? Well, Doctor, we got an awesome show. Let's get into our April Game Club, which is Horizon Forbidden West. We got one more week left, guys. Yep. I hope y'all. I hope y'all are get ready it for, in for the discussion next week. I've got to fit it in within the next week. I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't. I don't know how that's going to happen. But have you progressed since last week at all? Um. Yes. Okay. So where okay. I'm at, where I'm at, I played it on stream Monday. Mm-hmm. I was going to play Thursday, but then I got into Overwatch 2, and I was like, okay, that that's going to probably be the only time I play Overwatch, so I wanted to get that in. Mm-hmm. I got to the point where Beta is talking about Thelma and Louise. I can't remember the lo- woman's name. The Matrix woman. Uh, Matrix oh, woman, yeah, yeah. How Carrie Ann Moss's character. Yeah, she's different than the others, and then she's yeah. like all freaking out and everything. That's where I'm at, okay? Okay. My takeaway so far, Derek, beta is annoying. That's she definitely is. how you feel. Yeah, that's definitely how I felt about her for for a good bit. And then, I don't know, some things happen and you warm up to her just a little bit. But my goodness, it's like, she's like end of the world, like Armageddon type thing. And I'm just like, woman, calm down. Like, you've been here for five seconds. I've yeah. lived my life. <laughs> yeah exactly so she's a little annoying i i feel like she's going to uh you know warm up as we go along you know what yeah. i mean we're gonna warm up as we, she goes along um 
one thing that I will say, Derek, one thing that mm-hmm. I will say is I feel like I'm not being as attached to like certain locations. Like I feel like some things are kind of blending all together. Like I'm going all over the place. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't feel like I'm like attached. Like, you know, like when I say Meridian, like you, you have a specific yeah. thing, you know what I mean? Like the, the bulwark. Yeah. You got it. You got a specific thing, but like most yeah. of it, it just kind of feels like nebulous. In the yeah. Game. I mean, um, where the arena's at, um, you feel, I felt attachment to that yeah. just because you yeah. go back there so much. And because, like, well, and plus, like, when things happen, like, it, it entices you, like, hey, there's, like, a side activity you can do there, or, like, so, some side activities you can do there, so it's like, okay, I have my thing, like, the base, you know, where you're, where you're stationed at also has attachment, but I get what you're saying is, like, there was Meridian, there was, you know, your home, there was your home village yeah. in uh, the Nora, there was um, the Karja, the, you know, I'm about to say, there was um, some places where the Osram held up that you felt attached to, but I get what you're saying, but I think they're also trying to like. I think that was. I think that's like one of the one negatives is like you don't feel like. While yes, the land is changing and you're trying to fill out more of like a history. I think that's where they sacrificed. They said, "Hey, instead of worrying about the places, we're just going to fill in the overall lore of the old world here in like different places and make creative, uh, different creative things to make you care about what happened or what was it like before the machines attacked." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And. Like I like plain song, you know, yeah. the dishes and all that kind of stuff. Like there, there's some really cool spots. It just doesn't feel like, you know what I mean? It's not snapping for me. Yeah. I do like the base. I like the base idea, you know, like I'm, I'm yeah. all down for that. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about that. And, and plus like, depending on how much time you take, you notice changes as you progress mm-hmm. to like, and do certain missions and whatnot. So I like that as well. It's like, all right, what's new this time that I need to come back and check out. Yeah, I just got Apollo. Okay. Oh, okay. So I went and did like the Las Vegas thing and everything, which was really cool. I loved. About to say, I don't want to get too much in the weeds, but I'll diverge more about it in the review. But that mission was probably my favorite one. Yeah, it was really, really cool. So uh, yeah. next week, guys, we're going to get deep down into Horizon Forbidden West. So you have to come back for that discussion. But for this week, Let's get into what is and what forever will be the gaming discussion. First up, Xbox and Bethesda's game showcase has been announced. E3 may not be happening, but my God, Xbox and Bethesda are going to give us some news to and some announcements to look forward to. So more specifically, the showcase will air on June 12th, beginning at 10 a.m. Pacific time, noon Central time, or if you live on the East Coast, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And will feature, quote, amazing titles coming from Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, and our partners around the world. As for what to expect, the showcase will focus on games that will soon hit Xbox Series X and S, X and S consoles and PC. However, these showcases have been known to surprise reveal new titles early in development, so it wouldn't be surprising if games with no release dates are showcased. Quote, the Xbox and Bethesda showcase will include everything you need to know about the diverse lineup of games coming soon to the Xbox ecosystem, including upcoming releases to Game Pass on Xbox and PC, says the Xbox Wire post. So, Derek, mm-hmm. one, I got a correction. Dan got me on the correction here. Okay. Poseidon, not Apollo, because they don't oh, have yeah. Apollo. See, I, I, I forget which one, but when you said Vegas, I knew which one you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. So, Poseidon, thank you, Dan, for getting me on that correction. Okay, so here are my things, Derek. Okay, 
I got I got four things okay. that are going to happen. These are my predictions. Okay, we're a little bit away from June eighteenth, right? June eighteenth, June twelfth, June twelfth. You know what I mean? That's one of those yeah. days. Mid June. First off, we will see a lot of Starfield at this. Oh yeah, announcement because Starfield is coming out November eighteenth this year. So yeah. we're going to see a ton of Starfield. Second. So that okay, go, go ahead. ahead. You, no, you go, no, oh, I was going to say no, that was going to be my question, and we, obviously, depending on how well, I can't predict what's going to happen in two months, but uh, pending, you know, our predictions for this, do you think we see Starfield get delayed, or do you think they it hits that November release date? Uh, I think it hits the November release date. And love of my life, will you bring me uh, some towels? Uh, I just dumped a whole lot of water on my desk. So that's fun. Oh. That's fun. Uh, so my second one, Derek, and I might cut to you and you can, uh, I'm going to give you my three and then you can talk. Okay. Uh, okay. Sinua Sacrifice 2 Ooh. will be talked about. Okay. And I know it hasn't been finalized, but Overwatch 2 will get a date and the new Call of Duty will be announced at this conference. Well, it's already all right. So let me let me go in reverse order for the Call of Duty. Like it's already spoil the quick hits. They've already unveiled the name. So, but I, you know, they'll well. I think we'll definitely see gameplay, um, for sure. Whether it'll be multiplayer or and or campaign, we'll see. But I do think uh, actual gameplay of Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two will be shown. Uh, Overwatch getting a date. There's been so much turmoil in ter uh, around the game release because uh, it with issues within the company before they got acquired to working from home with COVID still going on and all that stuff. Um, I think we do get a release date, but I think it's going to be like, hey, guys, we got it because there's been some speculation whether it's going to be delayed till next year. I forget if that's been confirmed or not. Um, but if it hasn't, I think they say, hey, it's going to be next year, spring of next year, but it's coming. And as far as Hellblade, Senua's Saga, yes, it's time. Like, they've been teasing this since um, Game Awards 2019. It was, like, when they've... Because I know that was the big thing out of that night was, like, hey, we announced a new console. We're going to show you what it looks like a, almost a year before we launch it. And here's the some of the games that'll come with it. So we've seen it for the better half of, like, going on almost three years now. So it's time to... See some. I know we got what was it a seven eight minute gameplay video uh, last year at one of the events, or just it was like a one off thing. So it was a deep dive, but I think it's time to actually give like a release window to it. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. I'm also cleaning up water at the moment uh, with Amy. Um, yeah, Game Awards last December, we got a long look at Sinua's um, okay. saga. That's where it came from. Yeah. What else do you think is going to be shown at the Bethesda conference? So I think the the biggest thing is what else are we going to see from Bethesda Studios, right? Because obviously they got out Deathloop last year and they got out Ghostwire Tokyo um, uh, just uh, last month. But it's time that, you know, what else are they working on? Like, I know they got that Red... Uh, Arcane is also working on that Redfall game, that, um, that vampire-esque type of game that we saw at e3 last year um i know that's coming uh i know they had to delay that um stalker 2 mainly for reasons that we're not going to get into here um that's going on in the world 
But uh, they delayed Stalker 2, I think. I, it's going to be rough to see if because I think they want to push it just to remind people, hey, we not forgotten about it. But also with the with the times that we're in, I don't know if they want to for sensitivity reasons um, show something like that. But uh, I, I'm really intrigued to see what else Bethesda has other than Starfield because and Redfall because I think I know I'm forgetting something that they've done that they either in the works or is planning to come out this year. But I feel like there's not. Uh, plethora because remember when we used to see bethesda showcases back in the day they'd have like at least 10 games in the works whether either ready to release or down the pipeline i'd like to see i think it's going to be time that we see wolfenstein 3 because that's been rumored like whether they do another spinoff or they do an actual like threequel i think they need to show us if it's a true or not yeah i agree (laughs) (laughs) um yeah oh i'm blurred so do you you think they revisit because there was mixed reviews about when rage came out a couple years ago do you think we see them try to do rage again um i think rage is going to be put on the back burner for a while like i think uh with xbox owning them now i think we're going to see them try to maximize profit i know phil spencer talked about you know wanting to make games that he grew up on and really likes and everything when they bought mm-hmm. Activision. But I think we're going to see like them trying to maximize and get things out that are good, uh, yeah. that are out there and everything. And just rage, just the first one didn't really have that big of an install base. The second yeah. one didn't either. Uh, I could see arcane, uh, you know, we might see some more uh, dishonored, you know what I mean? Like well, I was going to say, do you think we see Dishonored? Or do you think, because you know that they were limited at console exclusives, do you think we see Deathloop get announced for Xbox consoles? Possibly. Because I think Ghostwire just came out, so I think it's too early to go ahead and take away Mindshare from that. Uh, from yeah. that. So I think they at least say, hey, Deathloop's going to be a nine-month-old game by the time you know this showcase happens. Let's uh let's just say hey this fall is coming to Xbox a year after almost a year to the day after it releases on PlayStation. Yeah. Um I think that's more likely than another Dishonored, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did the teasiest of teases for like hey, we're in, we're coming back to the Dishonored universe. I could see that too. Um cuz Arcane's yeah. a busy bee. That that's like that, they're trying to make that like their insomniac just keep them pumping out games. Yeah, yeah. And like, I I could definitely see like I I I need to go back to Deathloop and play it, yeah. finish it, because I'm a I'm I'm a good bit in. I'm probably halfway in okay. the game, uh, so I need to go back and finish it. I just started playing other things. I guess yeah. I couldn't play it on stream, so it's like it just kind of you know. And then Ghost, <laughs> you know what I mean? Ghost. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, Tsushima. it's like you know, it's it's the game. It's the game um, for me. Going yeah. to Xbox side real quick. I'm not going to tailor too long on this because I know we need to get to some other things. Um, that Everwild, that Rare did, that like spirit animal looking one. That's uh-huh. been some rumored to have some rough patches. So I want to see if they're either going to just revamp it or if they're just going to write the ship and just be like, you know what? Rumors aren't true. We're going forward with this. This is an update because we haven't seen that in a couple years either. Um, yeah. Do you think... I'm going to ask you some Halo questions, Mr. Halo Man. Okay. Do you think that that would be the time to showcase maybe a halo because we we're going to talk about it here in a minute but you know they're doing something we're going to talk about season two Mm -hmm. of halo multiplayer 
Um, so they're going to be in the thick of that. So I don't think they're, we're going to see too much uh, reveal, like anything talked about that. So do you think we see like the next tease of what could be the Halo story campaign expansion? Um, well, here, here's my thoughts. Uh, we'll, we'll get into here in a second. I think we do see a teaser, but it is not for necessarily story uh, because the story components are going to be more geared towards the multiplayer side of things, mm, the okay. seasonal events and everything. So I think we see that instead of any kind of any kind of things that deal with the yeah. like campaign side of stuff. Uh, yeah. they're still they're still uh, not wanting to launch the things that they need to. Um, yeah, that's true. And everything. So speaking of Halo, let's get into right. it, Derek. Let's get into it. Halo Infinite reveals 2022 roadmap campaign network co-op targeting late August. So while they, they are subject to change, they they have a good picture as to what Halo Infinite fans can expect for the rest of the year. 343 also notes that the time that the time frame will quote expand as we announce longer term initiatives and that the roadmap is an evolving document. The roadmap begins by focusing on season two, which is titled Lone Wolves, which will run from May 3rd to November 7th. Dear goodness, like that that is way too long. Um we already knew that that season two would launch with a hundred new with a new 100 tier battle pass, two new maps in Catalyst. Uh, for Arena and Breaker in Big Team Battle, and three new game modes in King of the Hill, Land Grab, and Land Spartan's Last Spartan Standing. What was made a bit clearer were some of the events and new features that will arrive along the course of Lone Wolves. These include Campaign Network Co-op in late August and the Forge Open Beta in September. These release windows are targets and may change, but it does put the progress of their development into clearer view. As for Forge, 343 decided to forgo, quote, a large-scale form formal fighting program and go right into open beta. Once it has launched, it will not go away and will continue to evolve and grow over time. Season 2 will also feature a new fracture mode in Entrenched, with its first week starting on May 24th, and two narrative events in interf Interference from May 3rd to the 16th, and Alpha Pack from July 19th to August 1st. These multiplayer narrative events will place your Spartan in the center of an evolving seasonal storyline. 343 also gave a brief look at what fans can expect from the currently untitled Season 3 that will begin on November 8th. It will bring with it a new battle pass, maps, modes, sandbox items, narrative events, fracture event, and campaign split-screen co-op. The lack of consistent content will also be addressed with 343 saying it is very aware it needs to do more, but it won't do so at the cost of its team's health. Quote, we know we need to deliver more content and more features more quickly. Staying true to a priority zero of team health means that sometimes we need to slow down in order to stay healthy and move faster later. But we're also progressively looking at ways to accelerate. All right, Derek. <clears throat> yeah. Th this is... Okay. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some questions I have for you, but I'll let you say okay. your uh, points first. All right, first, that last quote. We know, we know we need to deliver more content, more features quickly. Staying true to the priority zero team health means that something we need to slow to slow down in order to stay healthy and move faster later, but we're also aggressively looking at ways to accelerate. Do you think, or do you feel like 343 is using the developer health as an excuse for poor management and lack of content? With the way, all right. You never, you don't really know 
you just go off of what they say, right? You don't really know unless you're in the building. So I want to give, for that kind of thing, I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. That being said, mm. we're at a point now. They they said developer health. They didn't say COVID. So, but I'm just saying in general, COVID has been the ultimate scapegoat. Like yep. the first yep. two years, the first two years, maybe first year and a half, I give you. Like it, everyone yeah. was trying to navigate it, I give you. No, no qualms held. However, since I'll say since last fall till now, I feel like anytime someone is still using COVID as an excuse, like and and depending on where they are in the world, it's still worse than what it is here. I'll I'll give it that. Um, I feel like they're just using that as a scapegoat to basically you know give themselves an out, being like, oh, COVID, we're still having issues. Mm, let's delay it more. Yeah. Like, and see the other thing that supports this for me is. You said that you would have this boom, boom, boom before yep. launch or like when you launch the multiplayer beta. And I understand things change, but to kick it down the road, like you, I know they didn't say uh, campaign co-op would be right at launch, but they made it sound mm -hmm. like it come within the first like three, four months of this year. And they kicked it all the way down to August. So yeah. late August at that. And it's like, how much is it uh, that just is poor management and that you're using it as an excuse, and how much of it is actual truth. Like, it's it's one of those, you know, back from the old E3s, when we would see games get release dates, and then it's like, oh, we're, we have to kick it out six months, Batman Arkham Knight. Um, and, oh, we have to kick it out another four months, you know, after that. Um, compared to, uh, like, I don't know, it, it feels like that. It's like, oh, we want to rush, and we want to make our fans happy. Oh, but uh, in reality, it's going to be, like, almost a year uh, till the release that we have to put this out and fans are like well what the crap why weren't you just truthful with this from the get-go yeah yeah for me okay this is somebody that plays the game weekly uh multiple times a week okay and all that good stuff for me this feels like an excuse okay yeah um poor management and excuses because there have been several people that have left 343 to go do something else at different places. If the management was doing well and things were on track and people were being treated the right way, the game would be further. 100%. The game would be yeah. further. This, on the other hand, is a kind of just like, this is just another, hey, we hear you. We know uh, we're working. We're happy. doing where we're doing on the most that we can, but it, it's it's really about the health of, you know, it's the health yeah. of the people, blah, 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 you know, all of this. And it's like, I understand crunch culture yeah. has been a thing in the gaming industry. I have never yeah. made a game. I have never made a game. I'll admit it right now. I have never made a game, so I don't know how hard it is, but I know it's very difficult, okay? Yeah. But when you make a game a live service and you do not release content on a a schedule then you've got a problem because the people yeah. that expect it to operate like a normal live service mm -hmm. you look at fortnite you look at warzone you look at apex the three that are really doing it well you see constantly new stuff's coming out new stuff's yeah. coming out new characters new skins halo on the other hand has not done that well has yeah. not done that consistently They've been regurgitating the same skins in the store. Like the thing that makes them money, they've been doing a poor job at. They have yeah. not put out new cosmetic stuff. They put out, you know, oh, we put cat ears three months ago. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. 
what's something new and that gets me to what the future of this is going to be because i i see this as an excuse i don't see this as you know we're really looking out for the health we're using our employees as an excuse of why we're being yeah. held back that's what and, it feels like and it's like you know i i get it you know you, you crunch culture is a thing i i didn't even consider that in my little rant there um and yes, making game is hard. At the same time, like you said, when you make live service, you have to, if you create a, if you put a roadmap out there, it's one thing to change one or two things along that roadmap. It's an entire other thing to change the entire roadmap and the scope of that and the dates of that. Like, obviously, like, like I said, old, back in old E3, they would push it. And it's like, look, if it's not ready, don't put a date on it. Don't just do it to yeah. appease yeah. investors or whatnot. Just put it out, get off the pot. Um, and, it's kind of what you sign up for. Like it, like I get it. I get it. Fans are frustrated and you hear that and you're trying to do better at the same time. And I understand multiplayer is free. The battle pass is free for the most part. I know there's some stuff you can pay for and whatnot, but again, if you're investing time and, and depending on the person, if you're investing money in it, you want to get what you paid for and you want to get what is expected of you. I get gamers are extremely entitled. I get that at the same time. Don't promise it. If you, if it's just like, not not to cross streams a little bit when sony said hey horizon's going to be a free upgrade to ps4 owners and then they put out forbidden west release date and it's like oh you have to pay ten dollars if you want to upgrade to the ps4 to ps5 and people were like uh on this day you said it was going to be a free upgrade and then sony's like fine but after this no more um it's it's like when you go into a restaurant and you want that premium cut fine grade steak and they Mm -hmm. give you chicken and they still yeah. expect you to pay for it. It's like, no, this is not what I ordered. I'm not paying for this. Yeah, exactly. And what gets me is, okay, been looking forward to season two. It's like, okay, season two is going to come out. Hopefully things will get better because season one, it's like, okay, we're extending it to six months. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? Yeah. And then about mid-february to early march it was like man stuff is like this is becoming really thin Drying. oh we're gonna do six times fracture tenrai it's like okay i got everything in week four like i could have gotten yeah. week three if y'all wouldn't have like boboed the first time around yeah. here but we're gonna keep putting that out there okay we've done two other events three if you count the holiday event that they did and it was super, super thin. Like, there was not a lot. And once you hit 100 on the Battle Pass, there's really no reason to do the challenges. Like, the weekly, like, challenges, not that big of a deal. Like, it's not stuff that I really care about or want. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to go through all of that effort to do all of these challenges to get a visor color or to get yeah. a little keychain that goes on my gun. Like, it's not enough. And then they come out and say, Season 2, it's going to be another six months. It's like that was going to be one of my questions. It's like, how do you feel about another long drawn out season? It, it is a slap in the face. It is like, okay, I play this game because one, I enjoy the game. The gameplay is solid. I will say that all day long. This is the first yeah. time in a long time that Halo has felt like Halo. Yeah. But with them making it a free to play, a seasonal thing with all of these things, you have to meet the expectation of it being like that. They are not meeting yeah. that expectation, and people get burnt out. 
you know, not having Forge, not having, you know, different ways of like doing different games and everything. Like we played the other night. We I made I made some game types up or whatever, and the limited amount that you could do within like just the custom games or whatever. Yeah. Forge coming in September, that's way too late. Co-op literally coming eight months after the release of the campaign is way too long. And that's not even split screen co-op that is like online co-op that is way too long from december 8th or 10th all the way to august late august if that because all of this could change yeah that yeah. is way too long that is way too long because how much did they change in season one's content already you know like beginning of the year yeah. they had already had to start backtracking on some of the content so when season two starts like by late june early july how much are they going to change by then yeah exactly it's like where is this going to land like how much are you going to put in this i am excited for the two narrative events that we're going to yeah. get in the in the you know the season the storyline that's something that they said that they were going to do from the get-go but they didn't yeah. do so i'm yep. glad we're going to get that like I, I really am excited for that fracture i'm wondering what they're going to do with that like the fracture is like the samurai part of yeah the lore and everything i wish they would explain that dan explained it one night it was like he like read up on i think it was dan or it was brandon where it was like what if japan like won world war ii or whatever and like they became the superpower and that's why all the spartans look like you know samurai soldiers and everything looks yeah. really cool you know really interesting like explain that you know like what kind of armor all these cool things but it comes down to are there going to be like smaller events that you know like we got the the uh tactical event in the last yeah. one we got the cyber event we got the christmas one like how many events are we going to get are the weekly awards worth it uh yeah. are they going to like there's so many questions that i have here that it it really begs the the difference here is is it enough is yeah. it enough to get people to come back to a game that six months in the first season was way too long are they yeah. going to be willing to come back for another six month season and season three it looks like we're just getting a little bit of added here and there and then we might get split screen co-op in season three might oh yeah it might split screen and it's like that's more of the same they're like oh we're gonna add to the sandbox it's like okay we're gonna add more of this it's like it's more of the same like yeah there has to be more to it and you were asking about like adding to the campaign story it's like the campaign is great okay i love the campaign yeah. but they have to get the multiplayer off the ground and flying not just floating because like it's it's starting to sink they they have to not just get it to float but they got to get it to fly because yeah. this seaplane yeah. is, is sinking here and like this is coming from me like i play every week with you know our xp group and everything and I, I play you know uh more throughout the week and everything but it's like i'm only going to be invested as much as they're going to be invested like i cannot care more about this game than the developers care and i feel yeah. like that's how a lot of halo people have felt is like we've cared more about the game than the actual developers yeah exactly so and, and it's sad because 
it feels like 343 really tried their hardest with this, mm -hmm. you know, like, and made their best foot forward. And, but now they're fumbling the bag with multiplayer. And it's like, bro, that's what made, that's what, I mean, yes, the campaign has always been very intriguing. It's pretty much what set Halo on its yeah. path. But then the multiplayer in Halo from Halo 2 on has really been the defining factor. It's like oh, yeah. Call of Duty went back in its heyday. Campaign was intriguing for the for some part, uh, but everyone played it for the multiplayer. And it's like, why yeah. are you why are you ruining the thing that makes your butters your bread? Yeah, yeah, not dancing with the one that brought you. But you, you yeah. know, it, what my last closing thought on this is: the gameplay is solid, but if you are wanting this to continue as a free-to-play game you have to put the content out there for people to consume yep if you don't they will go somewhere else and they will play other games and yep. that's just that's just the matter of fact it's a matter yep. of fact now let's get into playstation news you ready derek i mean yes doctor, sir dr Gizmo right, Frankenstein, Frankenstein Gizmo, Gizmo the, the Lionheart. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I, I said it right the first time. Don't try to correct <laughs> me, Derek. I mean, Doctor. PlayStation Plus update. Time limiter trials reportedly require for required for PlayStation 4 and PS5 games over $30, $34 for PS Plus premium tier. So citing an update to the PlayStation developer portal, the website added that the trial requirement is not applicable to PSVR games or titles under $34. Reportedly, game developers will have to will have up to three months after their titles have rolled out to launch a time trial, which is required to be available for at least one year. Sony is also considering releasing custom game demos in favor of limited time trials, which will be approved on a case-by-case -case basis. Um... At first, I was like, okay, this seems a little weird, but I get it. Like, apparently, it's going to be two-hour demos, um, and I know okay. we have an update. Uh, we have an update here, like, because the, the, there was an update, like, the following day. I'll get. I'll go ahead and read into it. PS Plus Premium Trial Time Time Trials will, will reportedly be created by PlayStation, not the developers. Um, of course, like we said a moment ago, PSVR games are excluded from this, as they are as are any games under thirty-four dollars ceiling. At this time, it looked like these demos would fall to the developers, but now, however, it looks like PlayStation will create the demos, not the developers. This new update comes from the author of the original Kotaku report, who tweeted that his source has provided an update after the news was published. Quote, Source sources tell me PlayStation Store team will create the two-hour time trial for developers, so it shouldn't be extra work, though I've heard concerns from others about Sony monetizing a perk and not sharing the revenue with studios. It's good to hear that these time that these new mandated demos won't fall to the developers to create. But as the reporter correctly notes, this does not remove all possible concerns regarding this potential new mandate. The key here, though, is that Sony has yet to publicly comment on any of these reports or confirm that it will head up the creation of these demos. So, my my first at first blush here, I kind of get why they're doing this, right? Mm. Now for the premiums now. For the premium tier as a business move, like, yeah, you want people to buy into the highest tier to get more perks. The higher, the more you pay, the more perks you get. Um, and now the $34 price point is a weird stipulation to go. Why not just make it $40? You know, what, what, what have you? Um, I guess that's what the average game price or like the median of it is. What, whatever. 
two hour trials like that's like because you know demos went by the wayside long ago it's the demos didn't come out till after the after the game was out and that was like a month after release like after the developers had pretty much made their whatever money they were going to at launch yeah um i get it at the same time it's weird because first of all why would you lock it behind this weird paywall second of all it and it's i know it's it's on sony to create it but like sony's like who in sony would do that like and how would you determine like what what slice of demos to like uh, of the demo to do because what if the developer's like hey we don't want to show this in the demo we want to save this for the for, for, uh for the full game why would you ruin this part of the game for us um and it's just weird to do like well, i shouldn't say weird the only upside to this is like for the for the ceiling of $34 and up because we know money's tight for a lot of people people only have enough time games are expensive like $60 games are expensive one day they'll probably be cheaper um but that's neither here nor there i get it because it's like hey i don't i spent $60 on a 6 hour game or this or a game i didn't like i want and trying to get a refund is like pulling teeth yeah. So playing this demo allows those people to spend their money wiser. At the same time, it's depending on what the game is, it will two hours be enough. Yeah. So you kind of hit my uh, questions that I had here. Like who at PlayStation is going to be deciding where, you know, where in the game, like the time trials are going to be. Do the developers get a say and like, does it just start at the beginning of the game? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like demos would be like a vertical slice and everything. Yeah. Now, my other question, and I know we hadn't answered any of those questions, but these are the things that are in my head. It's like, when does the two hours start? Is it from download? When you initiate the download? Mm, is it yeah. when it's completed? Or is it when you start the game? Like the first time you start the game and that's yeah. your clock. Like yeah. those things need to be determined. And you know the price point is a little strange but it's like if it's anything under that that amount it's not necessarily going to be worth playstation's time to yeah. you know really put the resources in to do that uh and i i'm a, i i have not seen this okay this was news to mm-hmm. me like i'm assuming this is just like a perk of like the premium tier that you get to just try out games yeah. okay yeah. okay that that's what i want to make sure of everything like but then again, like like I said at the in the update of uh, the update article, Sony hasn't confirmed that this is going to be a thing. Like like with the price point or the time or the time trials, so we have yet to get official word from their mouth. Yeah. But we'll see. Now you know, and if third party developers, second party, whatever, are you know concerned about it, maybe it is a first party only trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that way they're not having any red tape. You know, you gave two hours of my game away for free. My game's yeah. eight hours. That's, you know, that's a fourth of it, a fourth of like my game and everything. Like, I'm not agreeing to that. Uh, I yeah. think you would see a lot of issues with that if that was the case. Yeah. Uh, there would have to be, you know, some update on the agreements of anyone that publishes on the PlayStation platforms, that sort of deal. So I think we might see it just be first party. Yeah. Like, I don't remember if you played Last of Us Part 2 or not, but for me, just knowing play, who, who has beaten the game, trying to carve out a two-hour demo 
from an emotionally like where a lot of mm -hmm. things happen like from beat story beat to story beat like there like the emotion doesn't ever die down it always ratchets yeah. it up it's like trying to create a two-hour demo that would be a nightmare yeah yeah exactly and it's like you know this is playstation deciding where it is and it's like that doesn't really convey like the sense of my game like y'all are just cutting it off at this two hour mark like yeah you, you cut it in like it, it the developer has to have some say in this yeah uh, but if it is a playstation only like first party then it wouldn't it won't be a problem like they'll do it the right way but i think if third parties are involved it's going to be a little bit more difficult excuse me yeah um next on our sony news sony puts the kibosh or the kibosh however you want to say it on playstation plus subscription stacking by stopping prepaid cards so the move isn't all that surprising considering the hardware manufacturer is revamping the ps plus subscription service this summer which will feature a three-tier system including ps now as well as a retro game spanning ps1 ps2 ps3 and psp titles a support email from Sony confirms as much. I have checked the voucher and your account uh, and your account and can conclude that as of now there is a temporary deactivated function for PS Plus slash PS Now subscriptions was not, was which does not allow for stacking of either membership on already active memberships. This is only temporary and as soon as we have more information we will let our players know. For more information regarding news for the new launch of our service please check out our blog. It's worth noting that retailers such as Amazon still allow you to purchase prepaid PS Plus cards, although some have started to remove them entirely. Um, you know, it kind of goes back because I know last week we talked about how they're 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 uh, removing deactive users, like inactive users who haven't used yeah. it in a long time, so that way they don't get continually charged for it. Um, I also, you know, think that this is people probably look at this like, oh, why can't you let us stack? Well, because of how the tiers are and all that, and like the price points, because I don't think they, well, no, I think they did give the price points, because um, yeah, I know that did. was the show you did solo. Yeah. Um, but I think that's weird that they won't let you, I, I think they're getting rid of the previous subscription, so that way it's like, hey, they can phase that out and not let you charge yeah. for that, because they don't want to have you charge for another year a month before the new subscriptions yeah. kick in, yeah. you know what I mean? And you want to change that over. So I think this is that's a good thing. Um, I wonder, I hope they don't get rid of it for the new tiers. You know what I mean? Like if they just get rid of this in general, I think that's a bad thing because people like to, while they have the money, want to have some of their stuff taken care of. Yeah, exactly. And like, I think this is just a, a way Precaution. for, yeah, for PlayStation to cover themselves. It's like, okay well my subscription did this like there, there's so many legality things mm -hmm. uh you know it's like well they there there's a lot of you know legalese that goes into these kind of things yeah. so it's like they're just protecting themselves and their investment and everything so uh which yeah. brings us to some sidebar notes that i want to kind of talk about here um if you want me to read them i'll read them uh no i'll read them right, uh so ahead. first off uh PS Now reportedly removing nearly 60 games ahead of PS Plus revamp. PS Plus members can easily upgrade to higher tiers when new service launches. Wonder if that'll mean that, you know, new early adopters right off the bat will get a discount their first time by? I, I don't know. Well, that'll be interesting. And then lastly, launch of new PS Plus targets June 13th in North America, which is ironically a day after the Xbox showcase. Mm -hmm. uh, to your... to 
point, the second point, um, having it where they can upgrade will make it easier than, oh, you have to go in and sign up for this and that, yeah. this, that, and the other. So that'll, that'll make it much easier. But the thing that I wanted to point out here, okay, this is my question. Mm-hmm. Why would Sony be removing these games? And here are my, here are my thoughts. Could it be okay. because it's a new service and the licensing deals are going to have to be agreed upon again? Yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh, they're trying to devalue it and all of this. This is a new, like, this is a, you know, they're rolling PS now, which is a lot mm-hmm. of this into PS Plus. And it's like, okay, there are a lot of like licensing deal. Like, you, I think about Tony Hawk Pro Skater. When Tony mm-hmm. Hawk Pro Skater one and two, like the remake came out, some of the original songs were not on there because the licensing for those songs had yeah. gone out. Yeah. A lot of them got re-agreed upon, but some of them did not. So they added new songs to the game. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're seeing here is as long as it was PS now, it was fine. Yeah. Or PS plus it was fine. But now that it is something, it's a essentially a new service. Yeah. And it's like the licensing, the legal part of it has to be re-agreed upon. So instead of incurring issues, having, you know, difficulties down the road, they're just taking the preemptive part of it. It's like, okay, we're going to remove this from our, our catalog. And then we'll see if we can come to an agreement down the road. Yeah. So, yeah, I I agree with you. Um, I think it's, I think it, it is a licensing issue. Um, cause I know one of the things that was on there was metal gear. One of the metal gear games, I want to say it's four guns of the Patriots, but I don't I'm not hundred percent sure on that. Um, but yeah, it probably is coming down to a licensing deal and you know, they don't want to promise anything like, Oh, this will be on mm-hmm. here. And they never reach an agreement. Now, can yeah. it always be added back? Of course. Yeah. Um, like it's easier, it's easier to add that than like, say like you to use your example, Tony Hawk, once the game's out, it's out. Like, they're not going to do DLC for a music track pack. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. unless I add some new courses to it. Yeah, it's but like a Guitar Hero. <laughs> with with stuff, right. With uh, stuff like PS Now, which is just like a recurring, like, lot streaming service. Like, it's easier to add stuff over time. So it just it just depends, like, and it, it also depends, like, and who knows? Maybe they remove those 60 games on there because... They saw the numbers, and not a lot of people played those games anyway, so they're like, why try to renew the license on that on this new subscription when no one's going to play them? So why even bother? Exactly, exactly. Derek, it's time for the PlayStation Quickies. So, we got some good ones in, in this batch. So, to start off, PlayStation has reportedly established a new game, game preservation team. However, PS3 emulation is not a focus of the new preservation team. Variable refresh rate or VRR support for PS5 launched this week. Um, I know it rolled out to some people earlier from when the article posted, but I think it should be in full force now. Um, VRR doesn't support, doesn't work on PS4 titles though, just FYI. Don't know why anyone would expect it to work on that, on older titles, but you know, just throwing that out there as the disclaimer. PlayStation is hiring uh, for senior director to label PC growth and commercial strategy. Hideo Kojima looks to be working on a PS5 game amidst rumors he signed with Microsoft for a new project, which that one is extremely intriguing because that was a la- that that happened last year, and everyone was kind of upset. But you know, we talked about it, and we were like, we support Kojima fully, 
but it seems like all is not lost on the for PlayStation people. Classic siphon filter games have now been rated for PS4 and PS5 in Korea. Stray, the the, the cat game, has been uh, release has been confirmed for summer, so it's 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 in the near future. Can't wait to check that out. Uh, one for you, Zach. Sifu's first content update to feature young man suit for deluxe holders. Uh, go another one for you. Ghost of Tsushima merch will be sold at the real life Tsushima Island. Insomniac is looking to build a world-class engineering team for its multiplayer game. And Ins Insomniac looks to have started uh, Marvel's Wolverine's mocap. Insomniac confirms all its PS5 games will now support VRR. Uh, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection PC release reportedly set for June 20th. Naughty Dog has an unannounced remake in the works, according to developer profile. And lastly, actually, we don't need to address that. Uh, but no, I will. God of War Ragnarok developer, not Koi Bar Barlog, because he, he's not director on this one, confirms 2022 launch. And the only thing I have to say about that is, because it was a tweet, someone tweeted at the director and said, please tell me um, it's confirmed for 2022. And to which the director responded, Ragnarok is coming tw in 2022. It wasn't an official release, so I'm kind of wondering if Sony PR support like facepalmed and, and had to call him and be like, look, you can't confirm that we have to you didn't go through the proper channels you have to run that by us first um and we have to determine whether it's fit for 2022 or not i thought this wasn't the director i thought it was just somebody working on the game like i thought it was like no it, it was the director okay because somebody last week because i was listening to that was, was kfgd no Corey said something mm -hmm. it was like you know we'll, we're excited to announce something later yeah week. yeah that's right and then somebody that it was not the director, like someone tweeted at them. I'm yeah. just trying to get the story straight here because I listened to Greg and Tim talk about it. And it was like, like he might have been a director of a group, but he wasn't the director. Maybe, the maybe that's what it was. That That's what it, what it was. Uh, so, yeah, like Corey was like, yeah, we're not announcing anything right now. And then someone tagged like, you know direct message or you know what i mean twitter things i don't do the twitters uh mentioned to him and he was like yeah it's coming out so though i wish it was the director of the game derek i just want to make sure we're on the same page here yeah you know it's coming in 2022 yeah yeah so maybe maybe i'm holding out hope for that delay Mm, man that mm, i five guys i drove by it today derek and i thought man september mm -hmm. they're gonna be coming down here and buying me some five guys i'm gonna make you drive two and you know a half we need hours. to make we need to make an ad addendum uh, i need to try and make an addendum in there to basically it's like all right let's it's gonna be september and if it doesn't hit it can hit nope. 2022 nope. but if it doesn't hit september i can still win but no, no it's 2022 if it comes out on december 31st 11:59 p.m it's still 2022 baby it's still 2022 baby hey but on midnight at midnight on january 1st 2023 it's all me baby <laughs> I, yeah exactly i'm i'm down with that man i'm not trying yeah. to cheat you out of your hamburger but you over here trying to do the cupid shuffle do the tsu shuffle and just uh you know just mosey it on around it's like ah oh, if it doesn't hit september ah look at me i know i'm gonna lose the bet that me and Zach i was really gonna say this is me running scared at this point 
Oh, I'm going to lose because Zach's just got the sauce. He's got the sauce. That's right. Always got the sauce, baby. Always got the sauce. That's why they got rid of E3. They were afraid of my predictions being right. That You know, that's a very valid point. Derek, you know what I'm not afraid of? I'm not afraid of the quick hits. Let's take it away. Start off, AEW Fight Forever could be the name of the upcoming AEW video game. Call of Duty Warzone Operation Monarch sees King Kong and Godzilla go toe-to-toe, which is still weird to say, but, you know, to to all that be. Call of Duty's Ricochet update reveals cheaters cannot see other players. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 title officially confirmed for this year's release. Following that, new Call of Duty Warzone reveal due this year and is built from the ground up alongside Modern Warfare 2, which I know we talked about at least three more Call of Duties in the works, but we thought Warzone would be early next year, and it seems like it's coming this year, so that's a surprise. A new Tales from the Borderlands will be revealed this summer. Maybe at the Xbox Bethesda Showcase? Question mark? Uh, Borderlands 3 full crossplay coming this spring. Konami wants to celebrate its 50th anniversary by changing its name. Konami do Konami things. Out- Outriders World Slayer expansion due June 30th brings new campaign and endgame content. Wu-Tang Clan outfits, emotes, and more out now in Fortnite. Cow the Kangaroo release date set for May 27th. Dungeons and Dragons movie gets official title called Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves and will release by next March. F1 2022 announced for July 1st and will have VR support. House of the Dead remake is out now for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Stadia. Dying Light 2 hits 5 million copies sold in just one month. And the first Dying Light hits 20 million copies sold. Following that, Dying Light 2 gets New Game Plus mode this week. Payday 3 is in full production and still targeting targeting a 2023 release window. Switch Online adds three more Sega Genesis games, Space Harrier 2, Shining Force 2, and Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball. Switch Joy-Con Repair Center will reportedly was reportedly, quote, constantly overwhelmed and made lots of repair mistakes. Splatoon 3 gets a release date set for September 9th. Some more of that summer Q3 is starting to get more and more filled out, and it's exciting. Baldur's Gate 3 will officially leave early access and be released in 2023. Rocket League is getting a deathmatch mode. Ubisoft's next Far Cry, Ghost Recon, and Assassin's Creed games are reportedly further out than planned. Several private equity firms reportedly looking into Ubisoft acquisition. Ubisoft drops online support for 90-plus games dating back to the PS2 era. System Shock Remake is, quote, largely complete, says Night Dive Studio. Apex Legends showcases Season 13's new legend, Newcastle. Future Need for Speed games are reportedly being developed by Codemasters Cheshire. For those who don't remember, EA bought Codemasters, so I guess then they've done nothing but racing games, so I guess they're trying to help Criterion and Ghost Games take off the load and give it to Codemasters, or just say, you're not doing good work anymore, we're going to give it to someone, a new person. Diablo Immortal hits mobile devices in PC June 2nd with cross-play and cross-progression. Xbox Series X and S was the best-selling console in dollar sales in the U.S. last month, and overall in the first quarter. Pokemon Go is making significant changes to its Mega Evolutions. Meta's first retail store will open on May 9th. Xbox hiring to help it find more acquisitions. The Gears 5 map builder is being removed. Almost all of Xbox Activision... 
uh, almost all Activision Blizzard shareholders favored in favor of Microsoft acquisition, voted in favor of Microsoft acquisition. Microsoft reveals Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness custom X, uh, Series S with matching controller. Sega will delist digital versions of Sonic games found in the upcoming Sonic Origins collection. Netflix will, will reportedly offer nearly 50 games by the end of 2022. The Quarry to feature a staggering 186 unique endings. Devil May Cry 5 sales have, have topped 5 million globally. Some Star Wars news. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2 is reportedly skipping PS4 and Xbox One and will be next-gen only. Following that, Jedi Fallen Order 2 reportedly is now scheduled for a 2023 release. There are no plans to add Cortana AI to Halo Infinite multiplayer, and playable elites not a priority. Return to Monkey Island will have an easy mode and hint system. Bethesda is retiring its PC game launcher and moving games to Steam. Final Fantasy 16 is in final stages of development. Gotham Knights rated in Taiwan, but last-gen versions not mentioned. GTA 6 is reportedly using the Rage 9 engine, which is ahead of its time. New month, uh, starting next week, so your, which means new free games for Xbox and PlayStation. First up, your Xbox games with gold for May. For the entire month, you get Yoku's Island Adventure, or Yoku's Island Express, excuse me. From May 16th to June 15th, you get The Inner World, The Last Wind Monk. From May 1st to the 15th, you get Hydro Thunder Hurricane. And from the 16th through the 31st, you get Viva Pinata Party Animals. And then for the PlayStation Plus games for the month of May, you get FIFA 22 on the PS5 and PS4. You get Tribes of Midgard for the PS5 and PS4. And lastly, you get Curse of the Dead Gods for PlayStation 4. Mm, Derek. Derek, Derek, Derek. Uh, here are my takeaways for the quick hits I want to talk about real quick. Derek, do you not do you have a do you not have a phone? Do you not have a phone? What do you mean? Do yeah, you I have, have a phone. A, you have a phone? Mm-hmm. Okay. Diablo Immortal. I don't know if you remember this. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this. Back in like 2018 when uh when BlizzCon was going on, they announced Diablo Immortal. And everybody yeah. lost their mind. Everybody yes, 100%. lost their mind because they weren't making a Diablo four. They were making Diablo immortal. Yeah. And yeah. One guy was like, is this some out of like season April fool's joke? And they're like, no. Yeah. And then one's one guy asked, are you not planning to bring this to PC? And the response was, do you guys not have phones? <laughs> right. That was, that was literally right. the response. I'm glad to see that it, it is officially going to be cross play uh that you can play on pc and on mobile devices and it is cross progression um uh, i played a lot of diablo 3 back in the day when it came out i mm-hmm. enjoyed it uh you know well i play this i probably not let's just be honest probably yeah. not gonna play it but hey june 2nd it's it's gonna be here before you know it the two that i want to talk about is both star wars jedi fallen order coming out next year Derek. yeah are you ready for that? I was kind of hoping it'd be this year, but you know what? A good, you know, delay it, make it better. So I, I'm, I'm ready for it. When, when did uh, the first one come out? 2019. Like, it came out in the fall, right? Yeah, like November, on my birthday, actually. November 10th? 15th. Well, it says 
initial release date, November 10th, 2019. Are you lying to me, boy? Hold on. I'm I'm looking at the old old place right here with the infos. No, okay, sure that wasn't like says, and now it says November fifteenth, but if you Google it, the the thing says November tenth at six. So I go to Wikipedia. I did go to Wikipedia that says November fifteenth. I'm gonna take you at your word, Derek. Yeah, because uh, because I know that you're a liar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> All right, uh, just messing with you. Just messing with you. So I'm excited about that. You know, do you think it's going to be an earlier uh, release? Do you think it's going to stay in the fall? How about this? Over the last several years, we've seen like yes, the fall has been big, but more and more companies are putting spring games out because they, you know, spring used to be bare, like maybe one or two releases, but now just the, look at the last three months, like yeah. big drop after big drop after big drop. So I could see it being an early spring game, like a March game would be perfect. Yeah, I think this summer will kind of help us know where yeah. it's going to hit. Uh, if they show a good portion of it during the summer, uh, during, you know, summer games week or whatever, like I'll feel way better about it happening early. If they just show like art and like a quick little teaser, mm -hmm. then it's going to be later in the year. Yeah. Uh, Amy says, what is with these dates inconsistency? Seeing it with all media. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why like things are off. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But the interesting thing, they're abandoning last gen. Yeah. And now they're going oh, to no, 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 excuse me. Current gen. Current gen, Zach. Like no. so some people can't get a PS5 and Series X. No, no. It's it's last gen. Okay. Yeah. Even here it says next gen only. No, that's it's current gen, baby. It's current gen. Um Yeah. How do you feel about that, Derek? Do you think like that's you well, think it's and because of a limiting thing because of the hardware? And they just want to focus on the more powerful consoles. Yeah. Well, if you, you saw, because I mean, yes, while technically it doesn't feel like it and it's still hard to find these consoles somewhat, we're we are technically into the third year of the console life cycle. And what did we see around the third year into the PS4 life cycle? PS4 and Xbox One life cycle. But because I remember what was it, Dying Light One, Mad Max, and something else um was slated to come on current gen and mm -hmm. last gen. Yeah. And because of complications, especially with Dying Light 1 and Mad Max, they had so many buggy issues that they said, yeah. forget it. We're just yeah. we're going to nix the PS3 and 360 games and just focus on the current gen titles. I think we're starting to see that trend now because a few quick hits later, I know it's not official release date yet, but Gotham Knights was rated for PS just for PS5 and Series X and S in Taiwan, but not for last gen. So... Yeah. Are we starting to see that trend again where some developers are just like, look, we've already had a heck of a time with development process, and now we're coming up with more bigger issues with the last-gen versions. Let's just cut costs instead of focusing, because we don't want crunch. We Lord knows we don't want that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm down for it. Um, you know, let's make it for the stuff that is going to look best and is going to allow them to really focus on creating the best kind of game instead of trying to make it yeah. work on, you know, several different consoles and you know different hardware and everything so yeah you know, i'm excited i cannot wait for jedi fallen order 2 uh i'm i'm really really looking forward to it love the first one cannot wait to get it in my hands but guys 
that does it for this week's episode of nerd cave news make sure to support us by going over and subscribing and following us on all of the wonderful platforms if you want to do so financially you can go over to patreon.com slash nerd cave and pick up the tier that best suits you check out our podcast versions over on apple spotify google stitcher and anchor guys we love you we love you very much very very much very, 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 very much. Yep. Very much. As I'm surprised you just didn't have the camera get a slow close up to your face and be like, very, very much. Very, very. I, much. I totally would if someone like would run things, Kevin. Anyway, I'm not going to get on Kevin. Kevin <laughs> get on Kevin tonight. Guys, thank you so much. This has been Zach Frankenstein Gizmo the Lionheart. Y'all have a blessed week. Bye.